Bruh, bruh, I hope y'all saw it. The Jaguars win. We got a whole lot to talk about, man, because, woo, they are something else. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Jaguars. I am the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins, where it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Make sure you tap in, hit the like button, hit the bell button so you get notifications anytime we drop a show. And make sure wherever you listen to your audio podcast, you check in every day to make sure you don't miss an episode. Listen here. I am going to give up trying to tell y'all how the Jacksonville Jaguars need to play. Because last year I said they need to make sure they get a lead and play with the lead. And then they had all of the success coming from behind. This year I've been saying they need an identity. They need to play like a computer program. They need to know who they are. Um, They're three and two and don't seem like they recognize their own face if they saw a reflection of it. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to realize something that as frustrating as they could be, they're also that much more entertaining there you go and the beauty of this team is you don't know what you're gonna get every week so for 17 weeks this year we already threw five of them you got 12 more i guarantee you for the next 12 weeks you're gonna be sitting here on the edge of your seat every single week scratching your head wondering what the hell is going on with this team right right i know it here's what happened today they won a game 25 to 20 right they played the hits especially after a while. They started off with some passes from guys like Luke Farrell and and you need those guys. But after a while, they just got to it, man, because they were playing well, but they weren't scoring points. So they had an 11-7 lead at halftime, and they should have been up three touchdowns, right? I'm going to tell you how it ended up. It ended up with, in the second half, the only people you saw touching that ball were Calvin Ridley, Trevor Lawrence, of course, every single play because he's the quarterback and the man of the day, Travis E.T.N. Jr. Now, Zay Jones had a catch early for a touchdown. He left with an injury. They got Evan Ingram involved a little bit. But mainly what you saw here, you saw Purple Rain. You saw Thriller. You saw whatever the hell Garth Brooks' uh, favorite album uh, was. You saw U2's best album. You saw they they played the hits, man. They played the hits. They, they, They went for it. And it almost wasn't enough. All right? But it was. Travis Etienne busted out 26 carries, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. Very timely. Calvin Ridley, seven catches, 122 yards. Christian Kirk, six catches for 78 yards. My man Trevor Lawrence, 25 out of 37 for 315 yards and a tutty. Trevor had the game today that I hope everybody around the country could see now. You don't judge him by statistics. You judge him by talent and consistency. That's what you do because he's trying to be more consistent trying to be more talented. The offensive line walk a little left today. Cam Robinson got beat up a little bit. Uh, Anton Harrison continues his struggle. The interior of the line still can't block nobody, but they figured out how to win, right? And one of the analogies that I kept using was 
they're taking you from Bora Bora to San Quentin. I even put up a little diagram of a direct flight from Bora Bora to San Quentin. One minute you're on vacation and you're happy and you're chilling. Even towards the end of the game when they went way up, Buffalo scored another touchdown and almost got an onside kick. I mean, usually you have that type of variance from game to game, right? A couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there, you don't play well. And sometimes you play good in the first half and the second half. And sometimes you play good for one quarter and then play bad for another quarter, then play good for another quarter. The Jaguars play great two plays and then they play. They'll they'll give you like the, the greatest play you ever seen or that you've ever saw, whichever one. Uh, shout out to my English teacher, Miss Hogan. I didn't pay attention. Um, to looking like the bad news, bears, like a Pop Warner team. It'll, the, it, it is frustrating, but entertaining that they go from this to that from the yin to the yang and they do it instantaneously it's just like they're going along they're playing well and it's like just add water here comes a mistake or they're playing poorly and it's just add water here comes a dude running for 60 yards down the field you just don't know what to expect out of this team and i'm gonna tell you something it's probably making me a little bit younger they ain't driving me crazy i actually feel like i'm raising a house full of 13 year olds that's what it feels like but isn't it something? They're three and two. I told you a win don't care what it looks like. There are no wins that say pretty or ugly. They just say wins or losses. And the Jaguars are three and two with uh, two straight wins coming in London. They beat another good team. Another example of Trevor Lawrence lining up against one of the better quarterbacks in the league, not named Patrick Mahomes, and just saying, yeah, he might be able to do that, but I'm not taking that from you. This is Two victories over Josh Allen. He beat Lamar Jackson. He played Joe Burrow very close, and he's beat Justin Herbert twice. I told you, when you put him on the field against one of those dudes, he is going to step up. A little bit of by the numbers before we hit the turn, and we're going to talk about who this team is and try to figure out how we're going to move forward. A little bit of by the numbers. Travis Etienne on the day. He's my player of the game, by the way. Travis Etienne had 26 carries for 136 yards and two touchdowns and he busted one i I think during the game i mentioned they couldn't find any room couldn't find any room because the line wasn't moving anybody i said they're gonna keep this up because of injuries and because of fatigue and jet lag and all of that stuff combined they're gonna pop one and he busted one around the uh the left side for a long touchdown that we thought sealed the game until the bills scored in like 17 seconds and uh the Jaguars had to hold on for dear life. Trevor Lawrence, great game. 25-37, 315 yards, a touchdown. Calvin Ridley got off of the schneid with seven receptions, 122 yards. And the defense turned him over twice. Didn't get a whole bunch of pressure, but they turned him over twice. The one sack that I did see that Josh Allen got, they kind of called it back because it was a it was a it was a it was by rule, it was a good call, but it was a bad call because he didn't intentionally uh face smack. Uh, Josh Allen, but they bumped faces, so they they called a illegal hit to the head or target or whatever they called it, or defenseless quarterback or whatever. And the, the referee, by the way, for the broadcast said that they probably shouldn't have called that stuff. Here, here's what we're gonna do, man. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna break this down a little bit further. I know y'all celebrating. Everybody's probably barbecuing now. Y'all can't tell me this wasn't a roller coaster ride today, though. We're gonna break that down a little bit more. I'm gonna tell you who I think they are. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't know who they are, and that's who I think they are. They're a team that we will never ever figure out. As long as they figure out how to win, we probably won't care very much. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. 
let us know about today's sponsors and then we'll get right back into it and i might even be able to get to one or two of these messages here today we'll do that in just a second here on a postcast edition of locked on jaguars first i gotta let you know about FanDuel. hope you're on it right now because i'm doing real well right this minute i ain't trying to flex and brag i ain't gonna do the shador on you but i'm telling you i'm getting close Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better place to get in on the action. The spreads are the truth. Player props are great, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And Got to let y'all know, especially if you are trying to find a way to make hires. That's right. If you're trying to find a way to make hires for your company, there's only one place that you should be doing that, and that is LinkedIn. That's right. LinkedIn Talent Solutions, man. All you got to do is on your LinkedIn profile, make sure you add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Once you do that, then you'll be lined up with the best candidates for the job. That's right. The best candidates for the job that you're trying to fill. And you're going to be able to interview people and ask questions. going to be real targeted. And you're going to do like me, like I did with two companies. You're going to load those folks up and it's going to be happily ever after. That's right. Because LinkedIn is the place where you all need to go to make sure that the word gets out about what you're trying to do. So here's the thing. Go to LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. One word, LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, man, we running it down here, man. And woo, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a day. Uh, tale of two teams, man. But it's not it's not even about half. You know, at first it looked like the first half they were lights out. But when you saw the score, you realize, okay, they're lights out, but they ain't getting nothing for it. It's like they did all this work, but they were just practicing. You know what it looked like the first half? It looked like the first half the Jags did two. They got a new job, did two weeks in a hole. Did a great job, but you didn't get paid for it yet, right? They did two weeks in a hole, right? That's what they did. And then they came out in the second half, and they did two weeks in a hole, but they did it every hour. Like they make great plays, great plays, and then the most boneheaded play you ever. It feels like they should have won this game 40 to 20, but they didn't. But here's what we say here on Locked on Jaguars. There are no wins called ugly. There are no wins called pretty. They are just called wins. And right now they're three and two after the first five weeks. It could be a lot worse. Could have been a little bit better. But it wasn't. So how do we make it better for Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you're gonna have to you got to pray and bless up, man, because I don't know the extent of Walker Little's injury as of yet. I probably got the email, but I did not uh check that out yet because I've been doing some other stuff. Walker Little, who had moved inside the left guard, got banged up. Cam Robinson came back. Let me let me rephrase that. Cam Robinson's body came back. It looked like he was still wherever he'd been, uh, because he didn't play well. Anton Harrison. His body was dead, but it looked like he ain't showed up yet either. And they're going to have to really get those guys together because now if you take Walker Little out of the equation, I think they're a worse offensive line than they were when they just had Walker Little and Anton Harrison without Cam Robinson. Bring back Cam Robinson. You're thinking, okay, we're cooking a little bit. Now you lose Walker Little. Now I think they're a little bit worse off, right? Just getting banged up on the offense. They still ain't blocking nobody, man. They, they're just – 
so opportunistic. Travis Etienne looks like Dalvin Cook when he was in college at Florida State. How do you get all those yards? And he ain't getting, and nobody's blocking. This shows you just how talented that dynamic duo is of TNT, Trevor and uh, Travis, two college teammates that won in college, played uh, lights out in college, and now they're doing it together in, a, in the NFL. Calvin Ridley quieted the critics this week. Zay Jones came back, then went out again with another injury. Christian Kirk played well himself so the skill position players seem to figure it out right defensively they did okay they did good in certain spots but then that's what happens when you play talented people when you play josh allen and stefan diggs guys that are going to be knocking on the door canton um things are going to happen to you right uh they gave up some plays they bent but they didn't break and they got out of there with a victory man they got out of there with a win who are they let me tell you who they are. They're a team that you ain't going to know every week what you're going to get. In fact, I'm, I'm going to even take it. It's not even about a weekly thing. You won't know play for play what you're going to get until they give you a demonstrated performance where they're going to show you play for play who they are. That is a scary but fun team to root for. And it's also, we need to look at the flip side. It's also a very scary team to have to play against every single week because you can get it handed to you. You saw the talent. Everyone has seen the talent. The talent is what it is uh, with their skill position players. Josh Allen made a couple of plays. Trayvon made a play or two uh, at the end of it. Tyson Campbell, my bad Tyson Campbell, I called for Ryan Clark to talk about you this week and you gave up a touchdown. Then I called Ryan Clark. I said, he ain't playing bad. You can still highlight him and gave up another one. So that's on me, but plays are going to happen when you're a good player and they put a lot on you uh, man-to-man-wise. Who's calling plays? Don't know, don't care, still don't know and don't care. I was I had people telling me all day that Doug needs to take over the play calling, and then I had somebody tell me that Doug was already taking over the play calling. And then the people kept talking about play calling, and you know what I said? This is why we need to stop talking about who's calling plays, because it is distracting you from the fact that they can't block anybody. They couldn't block anybody if they had star 67. They just can't do it. And I don't know how they're going to fix that during the season unless they make a trade. Normally, people don't trade you stuff that, that is that valuable, man. So uh, I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're going to entertain the hell out of you the rest of the year. Let me try to get some of these questions real quick. Uh, people say we improved so much in third down. We did. We did. I, that's a long name, man. I, can't, I don't know who that is that said that. Uh, random random and somebody okay random and whoever that is behind him on the in his name yeah that's it um somebody talking about the coats next week i don't talk about no coats uh somebody said trevor's gonna probably get i uh, uh, ben we ain't gonna we, ain't, we don't talk about people getting hurt we don't anticipate that stuff what up charles johnson said what's up wig let's go all right all of that wayman this team is starting to click and figure it out how to win wayman i couldn't disagree with you more uh they figured out how to win but i'm gonna tell you what they ain't figuring out they ain't figuring out how to figure out nothing they just they're using their talent and it's working all right but i ain't gonna say this team has anything figured out because i'm done with thinking that i know how i tore up my picture earlier i did an interview with locked on sports today i just tore up all of my information and say here here's from my notes we're gonna throw them out of the window because i don't know what they're gonna do anymore I don't know what anybody's going to do. i tell you what they're going to do. One thing I know they're going to do, they're going to get on that plane and come home three and two, and that's all that matters, all right? Wayne Rickerson says, looks like you're recovering well. Got that pep in your step? No, I got that. I got that. 
I got that Rick James in my veins. I ain't doing well. I'm up here hurting right now. In fact, I got about one more minute on this podcast. And I'm going to go take me some more medicine. Don't let this beautiful face fool you. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to be back tomorrow on Monday with a Victory Monday postcast. We're going to run through it, go through all of that stuff. After I get out of physical therapy, we're going to come back. I'm going to listen to the press conferences. Everybody's going to be happy. The Jags are three and two. Buckle your seatbelts for the rest of the year because it is going to be a roller coaster ride worth it all. Until then, you guys, make sure you tune into the Locked On Jaguars podcast each and every day. Make sure also that what you do is take care of each other, man. You know I got to leave y'all by saying that. Take care of each other. The Jags are 3-2, 25-20, to 20, man. They bust up Buffalo. Now we got to get them home and see if we can keep doing the same thing to the Colts. See you next time here on Locked on Jaguars.